Hello everyone and welcome to the Rambling Toffee Podcast. Um, I'm Mark. I hope you've all had a really good day. Today's uh, podcast is all about the future. And it's all about how we get there. As I never told you, of 40 something years, I've seen the ups, I've seen the downs, I've seen the down downs, I've seen a kind of an up, and I've seen the downs and the down downs and it's like that roller coaster ride that you, you get on and you just can't get off because it just continues on and on and on and on when I'm thinking about today I'm thinking about how do we get to a, a point where we as Everton supporters can look at our team and go We're really happy with it. We're confident with that team. We're excited about that team. Our future's going to be really, really bright. We're going to go really, really far. When are we going to get to that point? I hope sooner rather than later. But in the time that I've been supporting this football club, I've seen great players. I've seen not so great players, I've seen great managers, I've seen terrible managers and it's just never ending and I get my wife say to me, why do you support them? What what prompts you to support them? Because I care about them, they're in my blood. I may have started supporting them when I was six years old, but I I bleed blue. And every waking day, it's always a thought in my mind. What will happen today with Everton? Will we sign some good players today? Will we strengthen the team? You know, will will we get the right people? On the board, will we get the right people coming in to help this club to grow and to be better commercially? Will we will will we get in that position? Will it happen? And I think like this every day. I think, are we going to get there? Is it going to happen again next season? Are we going to struggle again? Are we going to get relegated this time? And it worries me, and it shouldn't be. What I want to do is to go to a football match. I'm a season ticket holder. I want to go to a football match to talk about football. Not talk about a board. Not talk about investments. Not talk about interim boards or this, that and the other. I don't want to talk about any of that. All I want to talk about is the players that play on the football pitch. The players that come in. The players that leave. The manager. The director of football. All I want to know is how the football's going on and are we going in the right pathway last season when I thought about the season before being when I thought last season when we were going to struggle like the way that we did and I actually thought that the season before was bad I wasn't expecting last season to be even worse And then 
sacking the manager same time you know and then going through the same rigmarole having a different manager every year it feels like and all I want is the stability yes but at the end of the day it's all about the team I want to go in the car when I go in with mates to talk about the team who's playing today who's playing well who's not who should start who should be on the bench about injury, about all all the things that football should be about, and going to watch your team play well, be competitive and put you know, competitive and be at least good enough to challenge the opposition, and not just turn up on the pitch and just die. Sorry, being very worried about it, but that's how I feel. And it should be about that. But at the moment, it's all about the interim ball. It's all about the transition. It's all about when's this investment coming in. The only positive I get is the stadium and moving into the new stadium and how that's growing like this amazing thing. And it's the only thing that keeps you positive. I'm thinking about where will I sit when I, when I go there? Where will I sit? I'm getting the ideas. That's a possible, it's, it's could be a year and a half down the line before I actually sit in that stadium. But it's only a positive. The reality is that we're in the summer seat, summer, and it would be nice to be able to see signings coming in, strengthening the team. Yes, part of the team, players leave. You know, they've not taken up the offers or if they've been offered a contract, they move on, they sell players. They, that, that's part and parcel of modern football and part of football as it's always been. But not even hearing anything and all we get is links to this player and that player. But nothing come to fruition about it. It's just, you know, it's frustrating it's I'm, I just get pissed off. I'm sorry if I swore. But something has to give here. To get in that position, there's got to be positivity and there's got to be things happening to get you to feel positive that your team is going to be in a position to play the first game against Fulham and you can feel confident that the team that goes out on that pitch, you can think, I think we're going to be alright this season. I think we're going to be okay. But we're weaker at this moment. Players are left. And we need to strengthen the areas. We strengthen at the, in the goalkeeping department. We need to strengthen at the back. Because we've lost Yeri Mina. And, you know... Connor Cody could we could have signed him, but obviously it didn't happen. So the decision was made that you know he wasn't to uh, come to stay permanently. But hey ho, good luck with for him at Leicester. Yes, we got Seamus Coleman extending his contract for another year. So be it. But why I'm a bit with that about Seamus Coleman is that he's not getting any younger, and I think he'll be a great backup. So I hope Patterson really has a good season for us. Um, 
doesn't get as many injuries and be consistent and actually get better and better that means that Seamus Coleman doesn't need to be used as much but if he does play we know what he's capable of and what determination he has and what he can do for the football club um, and for the team so I haven't, I'm not poo-pooing the fact that he's staying on for another year I just feel that as a club wanting to go forward you need to be bringing other players who are of the capabilities of, of, of a Seamus Coleman when he was at his prime uh, coming into the football club um, and playing in that position to challenge Patterson for that position and not be a you know like um, a second person um, same with the, the defensive side of it is that you've got Branthwaite he's going to come back in you're putting with Tarkovsky but you need backup for those two positions and all we have is Michael Keane and um, Mason Holgate the question is are they good enough uh, to stay sadly at this moment in time because if money is an issue I could see them staying for another season to be back up to Branthwaite and Tarkovsky Michelangelo needs backup as well. He needs challenging, not just for backups, but for also challenging in that position. Because Vinegra left and was obviously not a success, and injuries blighted the end of his time with the club. And then in the midfield, if you are selling Ganana onwards, um, what you do with that money? Obviously, you need to have an extra central midfielder in that position. James Garner can do the job perfectly fine, and I think he will blossom. As he'll become the main guy, blossom for the for, for the season. So I'm trying to take positives from the players that we currently have that are performing well, and I think will get better. Uh, Anana's not had the greatest of seasons, but if he doesn't go and he stays with us for the season, he may get better. We don't know. We know hopefully John Dykes will work more on him, and we start to see a better uh, Anana. Um, and then we go up there, we, we've lost um, in the midfield, we've lost um, Townsend. And I think you've really got Damari Gray, who's speculation at the moment that we could be going to Dubai. So you're losing wingers again. So you need to bring wingers in and attacking midfielders if you are, if that is going to happen. Um, so you need strengthening that area as well. And of course the striking position... Um, Carrot Lewin is is getting himself back to full fitness, and hopefully he'll be more, a lot better in, as the season starts and be, have a consistent season, and hopefully improve enough that he he can get back in the goals again like what he's capable of. But I also believe that we we've, we need two new strikers. Uh, we all know, you know, Mope is not good enough for the Premier League now. Um. He didn't show. He didn't show at all any kind of capabilities to be a player that we can keep at the club for next season, and we need to bring somebody in like a Dembele or a Traore, which is being linked today, and it mentions the amount of money that it's going to be worth to get him. Um, we'll see how that pans out. As I mentioned before, we don't know, you know, what money we have. So it'll be interesting. We've also got, like, I always forget about Deli Alley here. Uh, Deli Alley and Andre Gomez. You would think Andre Gomez will probably be going. But Deli Alley may go back on loan again until his contract ends, or else we'll be spending another 10 million. 
on uh, to Spurs uh, for that one. Um, but you never know. We'll see when Sean Dyche come back and back for pre-season and we'll see who will be given an opportunity to mark themselves in the first team. So at that precise moment, you know, that's the feeling I have is that if you look at that team, there's some, you know, good players, you know, who can do a job and you can only name it on your hand. But we need more. We need the strength and we need them in all positions. We need to be fighting straight for the first game of the season um, and not struggling. Um, and we're going to have the same situation again. I hope that the, the hard work that I think we've seen what Sean Dyche can do with the players, with their fitness and everything else, that he can push further and get the best out of these players. And if we can reinforce with new players and they can come in and do a job, um, then I think we'll be okay. And I, you know, I hope that is the case. Um, so that's on that front. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, fingers crossed as I, as this uh, podcast is being recorded that we might sign a new player, might bring some new reinforcements in. Um, we'll see on that front. Um, as I say, going forward, you know. One of the biggest things, as I've said all along about this football club, is through engagement and communicating with, with its fan base and with the people who care the most about their football club. And you would think that the powers that be, well, we'll forget about the powers that be, but you, you would think that the people in Gator's job to communicate would know that, you know, Let's care about you know the fans. Let's let's let them know. Let's keep them up to date. Let's keep them abreast of what's happening at the football club, um, whatever that may be. We don't need to. I don't need to know the ins and outs of if it's transfer related. I don't really need to know. I only need to know that you're looking at players and that you you know you've got a plan in place and this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to get there. That would be absolutely fantastic if we can if they can do that, it would be helpful that we hear from the director of football, of course. Um, I believe something's going to drop soon when uh, from the club and where Kevin Fellwell will do an interview. It's been done, I believe. Well, that's what the fans forum have said. So we'll wait for that to find out what his plans are, not just for the academy, but for... Um, the first team going forward, where they're looking uh, for players, where you know, are they looking at the free market? Are they looking at loans? Are they looking? To sp- do we have enough? Do we have money to spend? Do we need to sell and everything else like that? But because there's no kind of engagement or communication from the club, which has been around, well, it's been around for years, we can only speculate. And that's the frustrating thing is because we because we don't know what's going on, and even journalists don't know what's going on, and because they don't get any information, and any information that they give to journalists out there is little bits here or there, and that's it. 
it, it's not going to give any form of clarity regarding um, anything relating to players coming in, players leaving the academy or anything that is related to the football inside of the club. And especially when we're going through a period of time where we've got an interim board going through a transitional and what we're getting with that is basically the same old, same old. It's business as usual, in a sense. So the people in them positions, unless they want to change something, so Colin Chong being the CEO can change how they engage, they communicate with the fan base, he can only make that decision. But if he's decided not to, and because it's transitional feeling, I don't. I'll leave that be. I'll leave that to the new people that are coming in to change that way. Then, you know, this will just continue on. But if, if as the fans forum has said, that the club wants to communicate better, I just hope we see this Kevin Farewell interview as quickly as possible. So at least we've got some sort of understanding. A plan or a direction where the football club needs to go, um, where the team needs to get to. Um, we want to get to the stadium, you know, without even being struggling again and going into the another relegation season, relegation um, dogfight, and basically struggling. It would be nice to know where we're going with that um, on that thing, on that front. Um, and also, it was nice to know what's happening with regarding the board and where it's going to go next. Who's going to who's the new board's going to be like? Hopefully, we'll find out soon regarding that. Um, but as an Everton supporter for forty something years, I've never seen or felt or seen it so bad. And you want to go to games to get behind the team, which you do. But if you see a team that are showing no, you know, no fight, no desire, no nothing, and losing week in, week out, can't score goals, getting injuries to key players, you sit back and you think to yourself, what's the point? I just want my team to be successful. I just want my team to be competitive, to be fighters and to put in performances. That's all you want. But also be nice to have a little bit of magic, a little bit of sprinkling of dust of players that are a little bit special, that can do something a bit special, that younger fans and older fans as well can really like and get behind and you want to buy your shirt and you want to put their names on. Because at the moment, probably the only player that I would put my name on the back of a shirt would be Jordan Pickford. Because he's the only one that you could probably say has got a bit of that, that dust because he's such a great goalkeeper for us and he's been fantastic for us. But, or, you know, but there isn't anybody else that you can go... Oh, I just love him. He's part of this club. He's great. He's everything that you want from for as an Evertonian. He, you know, he's everything you want as a player. But you don't have that. 
we don't have those players. Hopefully, we one or two, maybe. James Garner could be the next one. You know, you, you, you've got Seamus Coleman, of course. You've got Patterson. You've got players, Tarkovsky, of course. There are players that you can admire and you want to get behind because they leave it on the pitch. They put the, all their energy and blood and, and sweat into the performance that they put in. And when if you see... 11 players or in your subs all going out and put that kind of commitment in day every game you'll get loved and you'll get respected and people will you know will care about you but there's so many players that are not up to that standard and i just hope with new players coming in and the and players that we currently have hopefully they, they get better and they develop and get stronger and show what they did near the end of the season to pull us out of the situation that we were in. Long may it continue. Anyway, on that note, um, I will leave it at that for this week. Um, there'll be another podcast for next week. I'll let you know when that is out. And for, for the moment in time, any feedback that you have regarding this podcast, please let me know. Um, and for the time being, um, thanks for listening. I'll speak to you again soon. Bye.